0: A-B testing can be fun, but there are some things you have to watch out for. Hi everybody, my name is Greg Krabel, and this is my daily podcast, Something I Learned Yesterday, in which I take one issue from the world of publishing and try to explain it in about three or four minutes. Sasha Bossen has a good article on A-B testing that I'll link below. Today I'm going to review his four points and add three of my own. His first point is pay attention to the novelty effect. One panel might outperform your control simply because it's new. To avoid this problem, first, make sure to watch performance over time. The novelty effect will wear off. Second, check to see if first-time visitors behave differently than returning visitors. Number two, make sure your test groups are statistically significant. Three is 150% more than two, but that's statistically meaningless in most cases. You need a larger sample size before you can make any conclusions. When you do an A-B split test, you end up with some numbers. Variant A got X clicks out of X, Y views, etc. Before you make any decisions, you need to check to see if the numbers are significant, and there are some good online tools to help with that. Sasha provides links in his article. Number three, only change one KPI per test. That doesn't mean only test one thing. Some people say every test should only test one change on the page. And I don't agree with that. Sometimes there's a need to try a completely different design, but Sasha is addressing a different point, which is what action you're testing, what action you're using to measure the test. For example, let's say you have an article template. You could have several KPIs for an article page, such as time on site, clicking through to sign up for an e-newsletter or posting a comment. Your A-B test should focus on one of those because errors multiply as you increase the number of KPIs. Sasha actually provides some math on that in his article. Number four, try usability testing if you can't do A-B tests. Sometimes you don't have enough traffic to do a reasonable test in a reasonable amount of time. In those cases, Sasha recommends usability testing as a proxy. Now, I'm going to add three more things to Sasha's list. It's a good article and you should read it, but here are three additional things. Abandon tests that take too long to finish. Sasha hints at this, but I want to make it explicit. If a test takes too long to get a significant answer, you can't really rely on that test. It's like the old, you can't step in the same river twice argument. If the test goes on for too long, are you really testing what you think you're testing? Or are you testing changing moods and currents in your market? For example, let's say I want to sell a bicycle. I could test two product images, one of the bicycle, and one of a beautiful person on the bicycle. If that test goes on for a while with no clear winner, maybe even going back and forth between the two, I'd start to wonder about external factors. Like maybe the beautiful person I picked looks too much like a particular actor, I I don't know. And that leads to my next point, which is avoid testing psychosis. Testing can sound so logical and mathematical, but the more you get into testing, the more you realize how many variables you can't control and how many extraneous things could be affecting your results. What if your landing page suddenly gets an influx of traffic from a completely different source? What if a new version of a popular browser changes the way your page looks? And when you get into custom audiences, like things you can do with AI, it gets even more complicated. Does one audience prefer variant A and another prefer variant B? It goes on and on. And while you should have an eye out for those things, Don't go crazy about it. Which leads to my final point. When in doubt, follow Amazon. They have tons of traffic and they're constantly testing. What they're doing is probably as close to good as you're going to find. So the cheapest way to do A-B testing is to avoid it altogether and mimic whatever Amazon does. So those are Sasha's thoughts and my thoughts added in. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Please add them in the comments below. And if there's anything I can do to help you out with your business, please remember to give me a call. My contact information will be on the next screen. Thanks so much.